What's up, everyone? My name is Jeffrey Spock. Welcome to Popcorn Under the Seat podcast. Shout out to quarantine. I, I mean, I know it's been really hard. I'm not trying to downplay. It's been really bad. But at the same time, it's it's been a little bit wholesome. I don't know. Like, when's the last time that the governor has, has told you that it's okay to order takeout three times a week? <laughs> um, I remember when he first said that. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, three times a week. And then somehow it just turned into ordering takeout for three meals a day. Um <laughs> I don't know if anyone else is like that, but, but yeah, I've been like going outside. We've been going on walks every day, riding our bikes. The other day we saw these three bros. <laughs> they were like the three amigos out there. One of them had his rollerblades on. One of them had, who's riding a push scooter and the third bro was on a skateboard and they were just like biggest smiling ear to ear riding down the streets of Salt Lake. I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of wholesome and uh, it's given me a little bit of time to do what I've always wanted to do and start this podcast and think more deeply about movies. So here we go. Uh, I'm mostly going to be talking about movies on this pod. I mean, movies are my biggest passion there. Sometimes it feels like that's what I live for. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I want to try to do some reviews of new movies and I definitely want to go back and reminisce on movies that I love, talk about the stories and just dive deep into how they were made. Um, maybe some stories about the actors that are in it, stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I want to give my own spin at doing new movie reviews and things, see if people are interested to listen to that. I'm probably going to talk like 90% about movies, but I also want to just talk about other things that are in the zeitgeist, other things that are going on in popular culture. And if Trump says something that's stupid, I want to talk about that for sure. <laughs> like <laughs> injecting Lysol. I'm just going to leave it there. We're not going to go into anything more. I know that, that I'm like a week too late on that. So for today, I want to do a review of the new movie on Netflix that's called Extraction. Uh, but before I get to that, I just want to talk about a tweet. I want I want to like talk about funny tweets and stuff on this pod too. So um, uh, there's a tweet that came up on my feed recently. And uh, the tweet is from, the account name is Just Another Teen. So you can feel the cringe, the cringe levels already. Um, and it's at Needy Americana. So <laughs> here we go. Um, it's a It's a tweet that just says, this really needed to be said. Now, I, I don't want to like generalize or, or make, you know, generalized statements, but usually when that's said on the internet, it's something that didn't need to be said. It's just like their opinion or like a super hot take. Um, and in this case, same thing. So the tweet is just three pictures. And um, the first picture is uh, all the posters of the Hunger Games movies. And then the second picture is a greater than sign. And the third picture is uh, a picture of all the posters of the Harry Potter movies. So this person is saying Hunger Games is greater than Harry Potter. This really needed to be said. Um, anyone that knows me knows that I'm a big Harry Potter stan. And so clearly I like don't stand for this tweet. But before, so before I just like tear it apart and if I'm rude a little bit, I'm sorry. But um, before I say that, let me just say, I loved the first two Hunger Games books. Like those books were really, really good. I was genuinely really engaged in the story and interested in the characters and everything. That being said, the seven Harry Potter books are works of art and they are fantastic. And so just because, because I saw this tweet, I like went ahead and searched online. Um, and this is from the Wikipedia page of just the list of the best-selling book series of all time. Uh, number one, by about 20 million sales is the Harry Potter series, of course. And then <laughs> you have to scroll down all the way past 
Berenstain Bears, Nancy Drew, um, Peter Rabbit, Fifty Shades of Grey, Clifford the Big Red Dog. You have to scroll past all of these. Uh, Chronicles of Narnia, Twilight, just to get to the Hunger Games trilogy. That's at number 28. So we'll go ahead and let the numbers speak for themselves. Then... If we're going to compare movies of the Hunger Games movies and the Harry Potter movies, I understand that Catching Fire was an awesome movie and like the role that um, Jennifer Lawrence plays as Katniss Everdeen is pretty much the best casting that you could ever have. She fits so, so well in my opinion. But the best casting of all time is the three stars in Harry Potter and they kept those stars throughout all eight movies, which is like nearly unheard of. So even just like, I feel like the Hunger Games casting is what it has going for them. And even in that department, the Harry Potter movies still have the edge. Um, if you look at other things like cinematography, I mean, the third Harry Potter movie is shot by Alfonso Cuaron, who shot, uh, who was the director of Gravity and uh, Roma and Itu Mama Tambien. Like he's, he's known for his beautiful movies. And so, I mean, clearly Harry Potter has the edge in cinematography. Um, there's like, the, the makeup and the costume design on Harry Potter is just flawless. And so, I don't know. I just think, like, <laughs> there's really no comparison. It's 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 sad, and it's it makes me, it hurts me inside that people have to have that argument and think that that needs to be said, but you can't mess with the best. If we're learning anything from the Michael Jordan documentary that's that's playing right now, you can't mess with the best. So anyways, for today's, movie review um i'm gonna go ahead and review the new netflix movie extraction um let me go ahead and read the synopsis of extraction real fast tyler rake a fearless black market mercenary embarks on the most deadly extraction of his career when he's enlisted to rescue the kidnapped son of an imprisoned international crime lord and no the plot does not get more thick than that it's just that simple Okay, so so this movie um, takes place in Bangladesh. It was actually filmed there in Dhaka. And it stars Chris Hemsworth, who others will know from Thor in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. And um, <laughs> when, when there was a trailer that came out on, on Twitter for this movie that Netflix put out, and one of my buddies, Paulo, tweeted... Uh, in response to the trailer and said sarcastically, oh joy, another action movie where a white man helps a person slash people of color. Just what we needed. Um, <laughs> Paula's right on with his sarcastic comment. I mean, we've had so, so many of these kinds of movies over the years and it's it's not like something that we're lacking. I mean, we'd, we could have used a lot of different things, but at the same time, it's good to see um, Chris Hemsworth out here securing the bag, getting that cash flow. Um, Robert Downey Jr. after doing <laughs> after Avengers Endgame, Robert Downey Jr. was like, "I'm gonna go make Doolittle and sit in front of a green screen and talk to animals for kids." Um, so I'm glad that Chris Hemsworth went a different route than that, and he uh, took Netflix's money to make to make this. I mean, it's it's at least an average movie it's at least an average action movie um it's very violent uh it's rated it has a rated r rating so they just went all out with as much gore as they could um the interesting thing about this movie is that the whole first hour of the movie is just yellow it's like 
if you just went onto Photoshop with like any video or, or photo that you had and you were just like, mm, green, no greens, no reds, um, just turn up my yellows. That's, that's like what the first hour of this movie is. And I don't know if, I don't know if the editors like, I don't know if they think that's what Bangladesh is like, but I'm, I don't know if they were there or not, but it's just interesting because it kind of defeats the point for me. It kind of defeats the point of shooting on location. If you're just going to take all the colors out of the location. Like they probably could have just shot it in Hollywood on a set, and if they were going to edit it to be yellow, it doesn't it doesn't matter where you shoot it. Um, so I thought that was, I thought that was like really interesting, but mostly just disappointing um, that they did that. And then there's a point in the movie where David Harbor, who plays um, Hopper on Stranger Things, he comes in, and then the movie just all of a sudden is like, okay reds all the way up and then the red just starts like burning your eyes for about 30 minutes in the movie i don't know the color choices are just really interesting except for the climax the and the climax end of the movie i feel like it's actually shot really beautifully although it is shot completely incoherent of who's shooting at who and who's on whose team um it's it's pretty rough but it's beautiful so i i give them credit for the for the climax um the way that this movie is shot is pretty interesting because it feels like a ride at Universal Studios. Um, a lot of, like, there's some stuff that's in the car, and rather than doing the classic two cameras on either rear uh, side view mirror with that, like, point in to the car, they just throw a cameraman in the back seat with Chris Hemsworth and with um, the boy that he's trying to extract out of this place. And so they kind of, like, keep looking back at the camera and, like, the way that they're interacting with each other and you're in the shaky car with them feels like you're on a, a ride at Universal Studios. That's the best way to put it. Um, so that's that's interesting. And a lot of the fight scenes are shot like a video game. Um, it's kind of similar to maybe Call of Duty, except it's not always in first person. It's in third person too. So you can see like all of Chris Hemsworth. I mean, he's so handsome he's so buff they just want to show his whole physique so it's shot in third person while he's you know you're following him with his big gun i'm not gonna pretend like i know what kind of gun he's holding um so i don't know just with like the the weird color choices and then like the video game style and the universal studios ride style i feel like this was a perfect netflix movie i don't know if it would have worked quite as well on a big screen but like at home, most people are just watching on, on a smaller screen than, than they would in the theater. And so I think it makes it a little bit, they can get away with some stuff like that. And it definitely grabs your attention, even though your screen is not as big as the theater. Um, I think it's interesting. Netflix has to, they have some competition and you'd think that their competition would be Hulu or um, Amazon Prime, stuff like that. But I think Netflix's biggest competition is the iPad or the dog or Instagram. Because a lot of time people are watching these Netflix movies, but they're also distracted with their everyday lives, things that are going on. And so it makes sense that they would try to use these different filming tactics and like different camera locations and um, camera movements in order to like draw your eye. That's, oh, this is different from another, mo another action movie that I've seen. So I give them, I mean, I give them a little bit of cr a credit um, for that. But yeah, just like Paula's tweet was saying, um, just the representation of people of color in this movie. There is representation because everyone besides Chris Hemsworth and David Harbour 
are people of color, are, are, you know, Middle Eastern people. But the problem is, is that it still like creates a white savior sort of complex just by making Chris Hemsworth the main character that's going in to save the day. But I do want to talk just a little bit about the actor that's, um, the female actor that's in the movie. She kind of gets the classic like James Bond sort of side role where she just answers the phone for the first hour and a half of the movie and says like, Tyler, you have to get out of there. Get out of there, Rick. You only have so much time. Only these people can be trusted. Yeah, it's just like kind of one of those classic roles. Um, I'm sorry, I want to say the actor's name. Her name is Goshifte Farahani. Sorry if I butchered it. Um, that's that's the best that I can do. But um, she's not super well known. She was in, in a movie called Patterson with Adam Driver. But um, I think that was kind of an indie movie that was under the radar. So probably haven't seen her before. Um, but later in the movie, after she's answered the phone and, and you know told him who he can't trust a few times, uh, she just grabs a bazooka and then she's just super badass for the rest of the movie. So, hey, um, shout out to her for getting those those cool scenes. And I thought she was one of the best actors in the movie. So I hope that we can see more of her going forward. Overall, I would just say that extraction is extremely violent. Um, and the fight choreography is much more intricate than the plot. So for me, um, I would give this about a 73 out of 100. Um, and this is this is a perfect time to introduce how I'm going to how I'm going to review and rate movies on this pod. Um, I'm going to review and rate them in five categories, from lowest to very highest, best, best, best. Um, the lowest will be just a kernel, just the kernel of the popcorn, not even popped yet. It's just you know, just you get to the very bottom of the bowl and you've, you're eating and you're licking your fingers because you're getting that butter and salt and then you just bite down and break your tooth on one of the kernels. That's, that's the bottom line. So just a kernel. And then microwave popcorn will be the second tier. Kettle corn followed by butter and salt. And the fifth tier, which will not have too many movies probably, it will be caramel corn. And of course, each of these categories will have scales like light kettle corn or ooey gooey caramel corn, which just you know adds emphasis to to where they fit in those categories. Um, so, extraction with a seventy three out of a hundred, I'm going to go ahead and give that um, a solid kettle corn. And so that will be a recommendation for me. Anything from a kettle corn up is a recommendation. So if you like. Um, video games or if you like violent action movies then definitely check out extraction on netflix um all right that's all i got for you guys today thank you so much for tuning into the first episode and <laughs> and uh give me some give me some tips and some feedback on things that you guys want to hear or that you think i can do better and i'm very open to hearing that because i want to make this the best that i can be tune into the next episode where i'm going to bring on my girlfriend maya to talk about some of our celebrity crushes you won't want to miss it